that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks. Because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizza! What's going on? Everything is everything. What will be, will be. I realize I've been trying to get back into Ozark. I've been trying to like, when I have a, some time to myself, I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to watch to distract myself from how I really feel? And you know what my kink is? Murder and Mayhem Mysteries on Netflix. Oh my God. The girl in the picture? Just the most heinous, disturbing... Heinous. Heinous. What is heinous? Heinous? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Start this podcast the fuck over. What is going <laughs> on? <laughs> First of Wait, all, yeah. you talk it all slow. You're like, murder, mister. I'm like, is she hot? Heinous. I don't think it's heinous. Wow. Heinous. 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 Mm. Heinous. What are you talking about? Heenus. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> it's bad. It's disgusting. It's <laughs> nasty. It's utterly despicable. Heenus. Heenus. <laughs> Yo, I love myself. But Heenus. it's really disturbing and I really can't stop watching them. And I don't know what it's about, but... Don't listen. Now I'm looking for them on Netflix. Them shits be popping up number one in the country. And I'm like, what is next? Oh, what all is of the murder. Next? You would like probably like true, true crime podcasts as well then. I, but I like, I like the cheapened or not the cheapened. I like the, I like the reenactments, you know? Oh, the, the I like, actors. Yeah. I like like the little girls and the dropped the rabbit next to her. I like that type of shit. Like, Oh, you did know, you I watch like the Ted it. Bundy tapes or whatever on there? No, girl, tell oh, me more. Give, give them to me. Girl, you better watch the Ted Bundy stuff on there. So good. Mm. These Mm-mm. people are troubled, though. Hurt people hurt people. And they hurt people terribly. Anyway. They kill them. They kill them. They yes. ruin them. They, it, you know what? I'd prefer if they just kill them. It's the long, drawn out, torture. disgusting torture that really gets me going. What so, does it mean that we're all watching this and like? I'm not well. It? I'm mm. not well. Looking for distraction. I'm looking for feeling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your version of cutting, basically. I'm looking for some kind of feeling. Well. I really need to just listen to an audio dictionary. I need (laughs) to go back to fifth grade grammar, reading, writing, and vocabulary, apparently. But 
I've been finding some ease as well in going to a pool. Girl, I got a pool membership. Wow, and it's a it is it is not rich at all. It's a community pool. It's where the people go. Wait, and community pools aren't free anymore? No, it's meaning that it's like for poor people, but not so poor that it's a community pool. You know what I mean? Like it's not a free pool. You got to pay. Wow. It's only like it's 125. There's hierarchy and poorness now. There's, there's class and everything. No. No, there's levels to poverty. Levels Damn. to rich shit, but um, yeah, and it's bringing me. It's the highlight of my day. I go do work. I pick up Joe, and we go to the pool. And you just and I don't get in it. I get you in don't that pool. Get in? No, I just sit, the this pool's really nice because there's grass and there's trees. So I go and I sit under the grass and I feel the breeze, and I read or I. Tell Jojo repeatedly that I'm not getting in the pool. That goes cycles for about three hours. Then we leave. And I'm like, this. <laughs> she just comes up, Mom, are we getting in? No. In a minute. Five minutes. And we just do that for like. But she gets in, right? Oh, yeah. She gets in. She's getting her. She learned how to swim. Because Jojo's one of the kids that like, they're like, can you swim? And they're like, yeah. But when they go in the water, they just flail about and not really go anywhere. They just like. Or the kids with the water right here, just on the top of their tippy toes. But you know they can't really swim. But my white mom's teaching her, like a true white woman, teaching her them life skills. White excellence. So that's been really good. Um, Taking care of your your badass cat. Don't do me. Don't don't do it. You asked to borrow Blue to care for her. That's not how it worked. I told you how mice. Yes, it is. You were like. Well, you should take blue. And then you're like, oh, I'm going on vacation. And I was like, all right, well, then let's You were make like, it no, that's on, it's on the Patreon video where you were like, really, Antoinette, because I have mice. I need her. And I was like, yeah, you can borrow her. Don't do me. I told I you that she's like a toddler. She's a baby. She never grew up. And I think it's a reflection of your parenting. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I don't know just, what you do. She just has an eating disorder. So maybe it is. She's hungry all the time. But, but she's she not bad. She hugs. just wants food. She's not affectionate either. She's just like, just... She doesn't sleep next to you? Not yet. Like, she just now was sitting down on the ground reading, and she came over and, like, pushed her body towards me. She, like, you know, kind of forces me to make the... She's a she's a pillow princess. She just, yeah. like, is not coming to you. Well, she Jojo, hell me, no, though. hell no really? for Joe. Yeah, she runs because Joe's not. She's not very nice. Oh, she's so Jolie doesn't even like her. That's a shame. No, she, Jojo tries. She's forceful. She's aggressive. But I think it's in your parenting because I just grew up with a mom that kills cats. She does not kill cats, and dogs, but she does not offer them. No, she's never killed a dog. That would be. But she doesn't care. She lets them fend for themselves in many ways. She says, if you want to be my pet, then you have to be able to withstand my lack of care in some ways. Like, she's not babying them. She's not. It's just the Hunger Games for for these animals. It really is. She recently, there's a cat, (laughs) Charlie, a little hood rat cat. 
came around the house, kept meowing and shit. She fed him once, kept meowing and shit, kicked him a couple times. Like, she's not in any way feeling. She's not, because he's so oh loud. God. Like, Blue would not... Blue wouldn't make it. <laughs> That's she, not funny. The, Don't bring that my cat around your mother. If I saw your mother kick my cat. No, this is what it's like. If the cat... The cat comes and does this manipulative thing where it's like, meow, meow. And while she's like, while it's, she, the cat will get in her walking path and she will oh, push okay. the cat out of the way. Got get it. out of here, cat. She in no way coddles a cat. Charlie came around. Charlie thought he was just going to get in, be fed. He was like, found his white family. I come from Knox Street around the corner. This is a <laughs> haven. It's a huge backyard. And my mom was like, you got some things to some, some some rings to jump through. So Jojo has convinced my mom to think about keeping Charlie. The community of women in my mom's life are like, all right, yeah, you just can't have this cat around. He's gonna get more cats pregnant. Like you gotta get him fixed. So my mom's like, all right, I'll I'll get him fixed. Where's this free SPCA program? <laughs> so she goes, takes Charlie, takes him to the SPCA. They do their business, whatever it's called. Queen. (laughs) They tell her, all right, we're going to do the job and then we're going to drop them back off your house. Where's your house? And she tells them, oh, it's on the hundred block of (laughs) her street. She refuses to give them the exact address. (laughs) Why? Because she says, if the cat is meant to be, if he can make it to my house, (laughs) if he can remember where I live. My and he God. could stay. Don't you know Charlie made it? Charlie is back. And so then she takes care of him. But it's Hunger this Games. Only lot, the strongest survives. No, this says a lot because it's almost as if you have to prove yourself in order to receive love and care. And you're not and getting love tricky. and care. <laughs> <laughs> Even she's when just you keeping him house? a lot. She's just like, he's, she's not going above him. She just does not feel that. She's not an animal. She's not... An animal person. She's, Keep she your mother get... away from my cat. <laughs> Bad barbs. But if Blue came to my mom's house, Queen Lane, baby, you would sink or swim. You The best would come out of Blue. You'd be like, I don't know who this cat is. Blue would die. <laughs> the best would not come or out she, of her. She's not Or she would it. survive. That's the thing. You never Blue know. Blue will survive in America, child. <laughs> Aside from and, that, that's all that's happening. How are you? Um, I'm good. I'm back from L.A., I had some epiphanies there. I was I was in LA really feeling great. The weather is just so beautiful. The landscape is gorgeous. I had so many people in my life telling me, you should move there. You it looks so good on you. You're actually tan a little bit. <laughs> you don't look so I ghostly. See you, a little mocha. Mm-hmm. you see me? I give you mm-hmm. a little little caramel, a little something. Caramel. A little Mar- something, something. Dark. Yeah. A little chai tea. But I then went out. So all of my days, I went to visit my girlfriend, Renee, people who know Renee Daniela, people know her as owned by Femme. And she just bought a house. I'm so proud of her. The house is gorgeous. So we were like doing things around the house, really very low key stuff, walking around the neighborhood, um, walking. I really enjoyed Lamert. Apparently Lamert or Lamert, I don't know, Lamert Park, whatever. It's like the black area in L.A., um, that I guess is not so upscale. And so people kind of look down on it, but I thought it was Levels great. Levels of poverty. 
But it wasn't poverty at all. Like, it was beautiful in my eyes. Like, this is gorgeous. So we were walking around there. It's like, you know, every day walking at least an hour, two hours, whatever, because everything's so spaced out. But really enjoying that. Kayaking and some Mm. kayak she was gifted from Amazon or whatever. That was a blow-up kayak. So we're on the beach blowing this thing up. (laughs) It was ridiculous. And then this man comes over to compliment us. Ugh. And he goes, you know what, ladies, I'm real. He was trying to flirt with her, not me. And he's like, I'm real proud of y'all for for getting that done, you know. Real proud of y'all, especially without a man. And I was like, I do everything without a man. And she was like, oh, I couldn't give myself (laughs) orgasms. Right. Like, I do everything without a man. But thanks. Like, at first it was a fine compliment. Then he, he had to ruin it. But it was a lot of that. Very outdoorsy hikes. Very chill. Gonna... Have some water outside, put our feet in the grass. It, it was beautiful. I, that was what I needed. I wanted to get away from the sirens and the chaos of New York. But then, girl, we went out. We saved going out for like Thursday and Friday. I, I got there on Monday. We saved going out. And the first night was fine. We went to a book signing. Jessica, I believe her last name was Umbugo. She's the first black woman to um, vi- travel and visit every country in the world. And so she had a book signing at Barnes and Noble. It was really lovely. She's an incredible speaker. She's very thoughtful with how she answers certain questions. There was a person who was asking questions, very pointed question about her experience in that Muslim country, the way she kept saying it. And Jessica kindly and gently, um, made it very clear that her experience had nothing to do based off the country being Muslim, that she actually enjoys the Middle East more than most places. And she just redirected the energy really well. So that was super dope. I'm excited to read her book. And it was cool. There were like influencer people there. I found myself afterwards like at dinner with like Rosario Dawson and Jessica Mm. and all of these Mm. like power players within the space of um, travel and culture and like, um, just it, it was just interesting that was fine it was at the Four Seasons which was you know it has to be that and I was like okay this is giving, giving LA vibes but it's fine and then the next day was the day where I was like ooh we went out to eat our homegirl Joy Joy Tisho on Instagram who is a stylist she went out there to be a stylist she was I'm so proud of her as well. She was a uh, um, an assistant stylist on lots of things. Now she has her own clients. Her business is thriving. She's making a ton of money. She's enjoying herself. She's living her best life. And like just a couple years ago in Ghana, it was all something she quote unquote wanted to do. And now here she is doing it. So it's just, it's really for, wow. In Ghana, circle. she wasn't uh, when you in Ghana, met her. She, she was, wasn't. She was a stylist, but she was she was still working under other people. Wow. And wasn't doing it. She wasn't on her. You know, standing on her own two feet just yet. Wow. And now, like, she's that getting remarkable big Go time. Ahead, ce- you know, celebrity clientele. She just dressed James Harden for something. Who is on the Sixers? I know you don't know who that was. I was like, girl. <laughs> but anyway, so that was lovely. Like just getting together. Reconnecting with them, beautiful. Then there was like some after party. Who is the guy? Um, you say money all around me. I look like I'm the man. Doo-doo. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know his name, but apparently he has a new album out. Shout and out there was to like him. some after party to celebrate his album. 
And girl, it was just so LA. Uneventful. It was not fun. I mean, it, for me, it wasn't fun. Like, my version of fun is like being somewhere where you're actually sweating, you're actually having a good time. I was also on sober duty because they were both drinking like hell and having a good time. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to be the. I'm going to be the sober auntie in this, but it was just a lot of people dressed in very uncomfortable clothing. You could tell networking. I feel like everyone, not everyone, I shouldn't say everyone, but people in a lot of people in those spaces, if they haven't arrived just yet and they don't care about fame and celebrity, everyone's trying to get there Mm -hmm. and trying to be that. And you can feel it. It like permeates the space in a way that, it, I just don't, yeah. I don't connect with that. And so lots yeah. of sunglasses at night, lots of skinny leg jeans on the men or like very interesting. No boot cuts, no boot cuts child. Mm. And so it was just that vibe. It was that energy, the hookah, the, oh, do we want bottles at the table? And, and it was just like, all right, cool. So I realized that LA is basically like IG. It's really beautiful to look at. It feels, it seemingly feels good, but it's soulless. You know, Mm. there's no soul to it. And so I got back to New York and was greeted with lots of beeping and honking and traffic and things. But I had one of the best New York days the next day. Like I got on my bike, I ran into friends and just fell into a day. People that I met, people that I would have never met before, really interesting characters. We were at the park at Soul Summit. Mm-hmm. Then we went and got Mexican food. There was bootcut jeans at the table with <laughs> Birkenstocks mm-hmm. and no socks, honey. Girl, just real elevated, nigga shit. Real co- you know. Nigga and shit. and these people doing very well for themselves, but not pretentious at all. You know, eating eating. Um, what burritos and empanadas and rice and beans and just being. And so I just thought to myself, yeah, LA, LA felt really good. That weather felt really good to me. It felt like, Oh, Antoinette, this is you sundress, bare feet outside. You know, I felt more regal almost, but there's, but I think it's, you also may need like, I think you need like a good two weeks in a place. To yeah. really get the feel. Like, you didn't go everywhere. You were with a certain type of people. Like, it'd be dope to go and stay for a minute and travel around all the different parts of it. El- well, you that's know what? my plan. That's yeah, my plan. Like, really so she invited me to it. come back when it gets cold. So I'm going to go and I'm going to stay for like a month. And I'm going to yeah. work from there and yeah. see see how I feel, see what that is. But um, it was beautiful. It was lovely. Um, but I did realize while I was there that everywhere I go, there I am, honey. Like a motherfucker. Like, I what? Oh, why are you here? <laughs> I go away. Yes. All of the things, like, even though I felt really good in the space, all of the things that have been, um, you know, on my mind, I don't want to say weighing me down, but sort of just got me going in circles a little bit, just a little in my head. Trying to take me out of the present. They were right there. Tap, tap, tapping me on my shoulders. So I guess when you change locations. Didn't didn't Jay-Z say something about all you got to do is change the forecast? That shit ain't work. 
He's a liar, obviously. That's why he had to retract everything on 444. He does not tell the truth. He's working oh on it. Oh, my goodness. What is your beef? <laughs> with, with who? With the God? I don't have a beef. You That's do. That's a fact. A nigga be lying. He's coming oh to terms with it. He's goodness. <laughs> it's he's just, it's just unwarranted. He, he made that statement when he was li- a liar. He's an older person now. I don't he's think grown he did out of it. change the word of 4K. What was that in? Was that Bonnie know. and Clyde? I think it was. He was lying. Girl, the height he of was, it. He was the lying. height of it. Baby, he was, it wasn't until they asses was on the run that he kind of got it together. Tricky. <laughs> Jay. Jigger. Jay. Oh. Sean. What is anyway. this thing that the New York passenger, is that they call, is the Hove Lane? That's not true. H-O-V Lane. Are, Bitch, say, what? I love you. That's what wait, they said on IG. Did, That's what wait, somebody wait, said. Wait, wait, Did you somebody think the thought, HOV lane had to do with Jay-Z? No, I never me. thought that. But I saw that on Instagram that someone said that has to do oh, with... Oh, Charlemagne said that. That when he oh. finally got to New York, he was like, I thought that shit was... He was like, damn, Hove got his own lane? Which oh. What does no. HOV stand for? For the actual... For the lane? Yeah. I have no idea. Humans High occupancy on, vehicle, which is oh. stupid. It should have just been like three or more lanes. I never knew what that shit meant. I was like, what does that Do you that drive mean? in it when you're not a high occupancy vehicle? No, ma'am. Well, you can if you're, there's three people in your vehicle. You can go faster. They're trying to reward people for carpooling and shit. I, yeah, they got that in LA too. <sighs> well, Hot that shit. was... That was a thing. Hot shit. On July 19th, I have, um, I'm going to see the Nope premiere. It comes out July 22nd, but somehow I got oh, some Oh, the movie with Daniel Kaluuya. Mm-hmm. So this is Jordan Peele's third movie. I made that up. Third big <laughs> movie. The fir- Everyone knows the first one was amazing. What Second was the first one? one? Give Us, context. Not so well. I, for, I forgot what the first one's name was. What Get was it out. Called? Sunken Place. <laughs> Get out. What's wrong Get with out? you? <laughs> that was also with uh, Daniel Kaluuya. He's going to be in this third one. Nope. But it's about caretakers at a California horse ranch encounter a mysterious force that affects human and animal behavior. Bum, bum, bum. But it got Kiki Palmer. Interesting lineup. I'm here for these casts. Jordan, uh, Kiki Palmer, the boy Daniel, and then my boo. I don't think y'all know this is my boo. Steven Yoon, Steven Yen, the Korean guy from um, The Walking Dead. Oh, I never watched The Walking Dead. Oh, that is my baby boo. That, More than comes- Jonathan Majors? Because we can trade. Because no. I've been having dreams about Jonathan Girl, Majors. pipe down. It's you didn't see him in there. L.A.? No, I wish, child. I feel like Jonathan Majors would say the same thing. Like, I feel like it's really fake in L.A. You know, I'm from the South, so yeah, I Yeah, I can't keep see him in L.A. I can see him walking the streets of Soho in, like, overalls. With a white girl. Most likely. But anyway, I'm really excited <laughs> to see this. I hope, I feel like Jordan Peele's a really... He and uh, the boy Donna Glover doing some interesting stuff with like black horror and shit. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. I'll let you guys know. Um, I think everyone should go check it out and we should all get back and talk about it because I want I really want it to be good. I want this to be like, yo, uh, like Get Out was. 
Same. So I'm excited. Very exciting. So Rory from the Good new show. Rory and Maul podcast. Rory has a whole project coming out that he produced and wrote. Mm. And Mandy went to the listening party. He had a listening party with just his close friends. And she said it was dope. Mandy and I have very different tastes in music, though. <laughs> but I will say that the first single came out today. And one of my favorites, Alex Isley, is featured on it, who I'm obs- I just love her. And it's called I Want You But You'll Never Know. He apparently has like a whole YouTube series like where he's documented the making of this. And he's talking to um, there's different men in the space um, and talking about basically the thrill of the chase and how it's just as addictive as drugs or alcohol and how there were times when he would finally get the woman and be having sex with her and feel gross. Cause he was just like, Oh, I don't even want to be here. I just wanted to know I could get you. Oh, Which sounds is, like a terrible uh, thing that he should work out in terrible. Well, that's what he's doing. He's he's oh, he's working through it, but like publicly, okay. which I respect. Shout out to Rory. Um, and he's not talking about the present, supposedly. He's talking about his, his history. But the song, surpri- I mean, I liked it. I like it. It's not toxic. It's taking you there? Well, I love, okay. I, I love anything that Alex Isley does. The other people on it, I don't know them. Shelly, FKA, Dram. You know, that you could do. be like three uh, or four you know different Dram. people. Oh, that I was like more than cha-cha. one person. Yeah, that's I like who that the is. Yeah, you know who. Dram that's is. so interesting. Wow. Well, Shelly FKA special. Dram is one person apparently. Yes. So I don't. Oh, so that's the same Cha Cha person. Yes. Interesting. Anyway, you to his music. He's great. Okay. That was. It's good. It's good. I really like it, and I'm really proud of him for like a lot of people. Girl, you know, he's. Drawing. I want to he, hear it. It's on Spotify and stuff. Check it out. But I, um, I'm proud of him. He doesn't need to do this, but it's his passion. Like he makes enough money, I'm sure, from the podcast. So I just love to see it. I love to see it. Love it. For uh, moving forward, Burna Boy <laughs> has um, a new album out. I don't care, baby. The way I'm jamming, and can't. I don't know nothing he's saying. <laughs> That's what everybody's saying. I am so white. Everybody's saying saying, that's what all the memes are saying. But I love it. But I'm telling you, it's so dope. I'm telling you, it's dope. I had to sit. So now Spotify is, I'm really grateful for Spotify. I know we're supposed to be mad at Spotify. Shout out to Indiari, but no. Girl. (laughs) Spotify has this new feature where when you play the song, you, you just swipe up a little bit and all the lyrics come up. Now, the tricky part. Is it Spotify? Sometimes, I don't know what they saying. Is he saying either? Sometimes they writing it in like the whatever it is that he's saying. That, and I still have to figure out. I still have to decipher what's happening. But overall, I haven't made it through the whole album. I've only made it through about half the album. But it is very enjoyable. It's, it's, it's pleasant. It, uh, it's produced really well, and it's Burna Boy, and everybody fucking loves him. I don't know why Yay. he just. I just like him. I hope he's happy. I hope he's well. I hope he's living his dreams. I hope he's just... He's living his dreams. I mean, he's him. like... I love the fact My- that <laughs> on every album, he just has to represent Fela. Like, he's like, I am Fela. I remember driving in my 
in a car a couple years ago. My sister being like, "Do you know Burner Boy?" <laughs> my white. You sister, have to give people you know context, though. People don't realize that your sister is fully white. I realize that like people I was don't like, realize. Don't put on a song. I don't know. Bridget put me on. <laughs> She's like, here's a song. I don't know what you put on. Either. Wait, what was the song? I don't know. But she just did her little rendition. She don't know what he's saying either. And I was like, okay, Bridget. I don't be knowing what burn. So now, but when I do know what he's saying, I sing it loud. I say, Tomoni, Doni. That's all I know. <laughs> anyway, nigga, so everybody should money. check out and support the Nigerian king that is Burna Boy. Also, another Spotify shout out dissect there's a podcast i don't know if it's on apple but i know it's on spotify this podcast dissect wow what a time to be alive this is white excellence and i know that people don't like it when i say that but it is dissect is a podcast where it breaks down like stuff that we would never 10 years old you're talking about the one where it breaks down the um albums are you about to piss me off? Because you ain't never, you ain't never tell me I about did. it. I did. I definitely probably mentioned it here on the podcast in the past. I would I like to, to apologize to you. He also is. I love him because he's obsessed with Kendrick Lamar. Basically, every single masterpiece, he's like Kendrick well, Lamar. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, no, bro. I'm stuck on my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. His breakdown of that stuff that I've just never heard. And I'm going to go back and listen to it, but I'm scrolling through now. He has um, obviously more Kanye on here. Kendrick Lamar, Childish Gambino, but if you, Blackest King, Lemonade. Blackest King is on there? Yeah, child. Yeah, he, he did Black Lemonade, did Lemonade. He did Frank Ocean. Yeah. I and said, he, do you like any white people? <laughs> do you like any no. white? Are there any white masterpieces? No, he's white excellence. He also he does... Um, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. So I'm really excited to dive into it. It's really great. excited to dive into I'm it. And I think you... that we should dive into shit like this. But we just don't have On the our time podcast? or patience. We're not smart Girl. enough, I don't think yet. He's <laughs> really smart. Lauren was getting cheated on. And then... <laughs> Lauren know. was not getting cheated on. Lauren was... Cheating on, and then she got cheating on. No, Rohan or yeah. whatever his name is, Roman. The that Marley, nigga the Marley her one. Up. He was tricky, and she had like fifteen of his babies, and then went to jail. Can, how powerful is that? I have That's Bob our Marley's dissect. grandkids. Wow. <laughs> she Interesting. did. Uh, I don't know if you've heard this before, <laughs> but make sure you check out Dissect on Spotify. Very it is good. very good. And I don't know the white man that does it, but he's white and he is excellent. I and would, he is an ally. He is. So shout I would out to marry him. him. Join host. What's his name? Join host. He look like? Cole Chula. He might. Chuna. Chuka. C-H. Cole? Wait. C-U-C-H-N-A. What's that? What's that? Kuchana. Kuchana. Oh, Carrie. Kuchana. Kuchana. Cole Kuchana. What he look like? Help me. Wait, Take Google that real quick. Dissect. Is he even white? He is. He He's definitely it. a white guy. He's upset. Coley. Cole. Coley. Can't stand myself. Coley. I know. I was like, what did Coley. she say? <laughs> she said, I Johan. 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 J-O-H-N. That is very interesting. Johan. Johan. That makes Jane. me think of the Jordan and Peele thing <laughs> when they were like, Balake. Balake. 
who's like, uh, Blake? Blake? A-A-Ron! A-A-Ron! Aaron? Say another motherfucking word! Yo, that is my favorite. Oh my God, look at him! Wait, wow. Look at Ooh, him. He, Everybody look. listening to this goddamn podcast, he, please. Google like him. He, he looks like a mad scientist. Down. Not a mad scientist. He does. He looks brilliant. Or he looks like this the rapist on Law and Order SVU. Wow, you took it them. too far. Let's keep That's moving. what he Don't... looks like. That's Girl. the casting. Girl, I watched enough Law and Order SVU <laughs> to know what that casting is. We are so sorry. <sighs> I know. But he's all white and excellent. Shout out to him. Moving right along. Something that I don't find to be excellent, and, and you actually have it on here, but... Wait, actually, I'll let you cook. Go ahead. You, you talk about this, the adults and kids thing. I don't think. It's very disturbing to watch. This Thank whole you. trend of the parents <laughs> asking their kids to fight, especially the little ones. <laughs> There's one where they ask a boy, and I was like, I, that, that would be my response. But the parents barge into the kid's room with the camera and say, Yo, Wake them up. Go get your shoes on. I got to fight this neighbor downstairs and they got a daughter. You got to go beat up the daughter. Yeah. And, the, and then they record the kid's response. And one kid was like, mom, this is a bad idea. She was like, no, we got to go do it. He was like, mom, I'm a depressed child. I can't do this. He said that? <laughs> I was like, the way he did it, he was like, he was in there gaming. He's probably like 13 oh. years old. He probably is legit, like depressed a little bit. He's going through the hardest time. It's like, it's like, no, mom. Mom, I can't do this. The the only one that was a little bit cute to me was there was like a little Latino boy. And the mom was like, this kid, this mom and this, is, she's upsetting me. She's threatening us. We got to go. We got to go get them. She has a boy. And he was like, he looked at her and he tried to like take it. And he goes, okay. But it's kind of like, <laughs> it was, it was the way it was like really like. Matter of fact, an adult in him. And I was like, oh, but then I thought about it. What are we instilling in these babies? I don't know, but there's another little girl that was about it. Like, like they're about Oh, there's so many kids it. that are about and it. I'm she's like, like, we, the one, there saw one girl and she was scooting. First of all, I don't know why she was riding her little razor in the house. You in the house, child. That's outside play, but whatever. She was scooting <laughs> in the house and then her mom came to get her and she goes, oh, all right. And she puts the scooter on her shoulder, she was like, no, we're not going outside to play. We got to go fight. And she was like, yeah, this is my weapon. And her mom was like, oh, okay. And then they proceeded to like go outside and laugh. And I'm like, that? But what if your kid actually the... picks up a scooter one day to it fight? It's like... confusing. And yeah. another thing, she do it's a fucking true. L on a motherfucker, do a fucking stranger things, pick up a sco- roller skate, child. Don't ruin it then. Ugh. Sorry. Also, Shanti's ruining the... Str- no, the... that's not a big plot twist. Also, well. it traumatizes the kids that don't want to do it. Like, they're yes. legit just, like, playing. And then all of a sudden, they're like, no, no, mom, I can't. It, yeah, I don't it, like that no trend. Bueno. Mark Lamont Hill actually posted about it. And, you know, people be sick of hearing from the black He was like, community. and the black man. That's <laughs> not what he said. That's says. how See? a motherfucker end up in jail and the prison pipeline starts See? at the teeth of your mother. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's exactly why. I, I, I can't even find it now. 
Oh, here he goes. He said, I've been wanting to tweet this for a day or so. I get the cuteness of seeing your kid ready to ride for you, but it, this is truly unhealthy. And he was retweeting a woman who said, this prank of parents telling their kids they need them to fight is not funny. It's showing me a lot about how people parent. It's also sad to see some of these kids get really anxious about being pressured into an act of violence. This is not entertainment. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. And then the other kids that were about about it are clearly fucking kids up in the playground. Yeah. I don't know. It, I, I, I don't love it at all. I don't love it, guys. So. I would want to do it. I wouldn't do it, but I would be really curious. I know Joe would be like, no. Like, are you serious? No, Joe <laughs> Joe was not with the shit. She would be like, mom, what? Mom. <laughs> mom. 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 <laughs> mom. You know how she started doing that? Mom. Mom, she starts saying it like a thousand no, fucking times. No, mom. Who? Where are they? No, Joe would be like, I ain't built for that now. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't love it. I think it would be different <clears throat> if we did it with our um, with our actual friends. Like if I came to you and said that, you would be like, "Girl, what? You're crazy." <laughs> it depends you on what what, what you what you are talking about. That's you would not fight true. for me if you are doing some shit like I got in a fight with this girl. At the grocery store or some shit like that, maybe I'd be like, we shouldn't do, we, we probably, you probably, we probably shouldn't get involved in that. But if it was some like, if it was something like outside in the heat of, of the moment, some shit going on where I see you're clearly in danger and you need to be protected, even okay. if it doesn't make any sense, of course. <laughs> but okay. you coming and saying, this girl pushed me and called me a bitch and then I had to push it back and then... I don't no. like this, like in this interpretation of me because that's not. I've you're saying exactly. it like that's I, how I sound. I, I don't know how I was saying in your voice. This woman has disrespected me and violated my personal space, <laughs> and I feel overcome with emotion <laughs> that I cannot control. I no longer have empathy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd be like, girl, you got Amanda and everybody else to. Make that poor decision. That would be I a poor decision. I could never see Amanda fight as much as she talk. I'd be like, "What? Go sit down, it's your little self." I'd be scared. Like you might get hurt. Anyway, stop, <clears throat> stop stressing your kids out. I don't want to see any around the way curls posting this shit. Calling child mm. services, DHS, DIFUS. Anyway, Emmy nominations are in. I only wrote down the black people. <laughs> I just realized, but. Mm-hmm. I have an unpopular opinion. Oh, here we go with my bullshit. First, let's talk about Euphoria is up. Abbott Elementary is up. Euphoria is up for outstanding drama. drama. Abbott Elementary, outstanding comedy series. Outstanding lead actress in a drama, Zendaya. Outstanding lead actress in a comedy series, Quinta and Issa, which is (laughs) okay. And then... (laughs) Um, outstanding competition program Lizzo and RuPaul. Lizzo, yeah, she has like a something I don't know, but RuPaul takes that almost every year with the drag race. And then I was really happy to see best supporting actress in a comedy Cheryl Lee Ralph, who is a theater god, if anybody knows. And then Tyler James Williams uh, for actor, who was Everybody Hates Chris. They're both in Abbott Elementary, and Abbott Elementary is getting so much love, which it deserves. And I'm super happy for Quinta. I think she's great. 
I was surprised. Oh, um, I, oh, who like else? He, what's Donald your Glover unpopular is take? Up. I I have a lot of opinions about the whites, the blacks. My unpopular opinion is I want, I want. What's the name of that damn show? Not in forgot. Succession to win Girl, in every category is not me too. <laughs> I don't care if it's against white people. I miss people them. I miss them. You know that's like the Trump family, right? Like that's it. Not the Trump family. It's the the guy that does Fox. It's it, it's closer yes, to but him. it's also that. Like it's it's the same shit. It's the two sons, the daughter. Like that. You think that those kids are not trying to figure out who Trump is passing the reins over to? For his little empire? Oh, I don't know. Like, that's the dynamics of those really powerful families. That guy is no way. Brian Cox is no Trump. The guy who in succession, he is no Trump at all. No, Trump. That's the ruler of the universe. Unpopular opinion. Trump, as a politician, is a wild man. But as a businessman, he was ruthless. He was, I mean, not brilliant. Well, kind of. But he was getting shit done. I'm sorry. He was never the textbook genius, but I mean, he was ruthless. But succession, I'm like, I love y'all, but that is white excellence. (laughs) They have, I didn't know they have competing actors in the lead category for succession. So it was Brian Cox and then Jeremy Strong, both for lead actor in drama. Wow. I think for lead actress, though, in drama series, I think Laura Linney from Ozark, that white woman. Laura Lenny is excellent. Whoa. The only thing about Laura Lenny is that she usually plays that role. You see her in 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 that same kind of approach. I didn't see who was nominated for director. Was our guy from Ozark nominated for best director at all? I didn't see. Uh, Damn, I have to see. But anyway, I'm really happy for the blacks, and I want Alan uh, Alan Iverson. I want Abbott really? Elementary to they pull a win. couple in, but I just. I w- but I, I, I don't think Zendaya, I don't think that Euphoria should win for acting. I think they should win for whatever, like cinematography or oh, yeah. like that music, like all of that shit. I think they should definitely win for, but not the acting. Because What about directing? What about no, writing? Oh, no writing. But no writing. Okay. I think whatever kind of like technical shit that... They can get something for. They should definitely get it. They should definitely get it. Also, Ted Lasso is nominated so much. Have you ever watched it? What, Ted Lasso? Mm Mm-hmm. I haven't because I just got Apple TV, but a friend of mine was telling me to watch it, and I need to. It's really heartwarming and beautiful. It's good. It's good. Really? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, it's really, it's good. I need to watch it. The way, the style that they do it, and it's really... Good. Uh, these so are all unpopular good. opinion, I think, for both of us. We're rooting for the whites. <laughs> <laughs> Except oh, for no. Abbott. They should Except for I, Abbott. I, want, I want Quinta to get her to win. I think she she And she, she was win. not, I think she's the first, I forget what it is, the first black woman to be, I don't know, nominated three times in writing, directing, or something, something, something. Ahead, I don't girl. know. But she's also doing want everybody her to thing. know. That I went to school with Quinta as well. I just go you to did? schools where famous people emerge. So it's just my circle. I just Wait, you went to the know. elementary school or the middle school she went to? I went to the high school that she went to. I went to Chad. Oh, wait, I thought you went to Saul. I did. Okay. And then I dropped out. And then I went to Chad. Then I went to Kappa. 
You went to Chad for how long? Two years. Wait. So how long were you in high school? Or maybe it was a year. <laughs> if you were in two years at Saw and two years at... I know. Wait, I, I two saw, years at Chad. Saw, I didn't even complete a year at, at Saw. I didn't do a year. I did like two months at Saw, three months. And that's oh. when I dropped out. Then I, then I re-enrolled in Chad in ninth grade. I guess in like the middle of ninth grade. Then I did 10th grade. That I did 11. You know grade. the Abbott element, the Abbott, the teacher that inspired her to do that. See, this is why I had to go to LA. The teacher that inspired her to do that is what's her face's mother, right? Don't know who what's her face is. If you the were clear on that, that I would Amanda know. The singer that Amanda just did the stuff. What's her name? Janae. Janae. Mm. The drama major from Kappa. Oh, okay. Anyway. Oh, it's really? Her mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mrs. Abbott is her mother. Anyway. That's our little Philly. <laughs> Philly aside. <laughs> Politics is usual. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com. Shanti? I did not finish that song. <laughs> All right, that I did. I didn't think you there. did. All right, cool. <laughs> I wrote it, but <laughs> I wrote it out on a separate <clears throat> thing. I wasn't sure where you wanted to go with it, but cool. So President Joseph Robinette Biden, in a very terrible speech, did you watch this speech where he announced this executive order? He and his like wife are fucking protection? up. We'll talk about his wife, oh, his too. wife. Not Child the Mexican burritos or what's what she saying? The Mexican breakfast tacos. I said, Lita, wait, late alone to stop acting like you don't stereotype people by food either. She Why y'all like acting like y'all don't? Show how much I love the culture. No, she didn't oh. mean no harm. Now, they, you can't Child. say nothing. She'd have been like, I love the blacks, <laughs> and she does, and the probably. flavorful foods. Soul, <laughs> just soulful, and the music. Wow, <laughs> and the dance, lovely. Remember when oh. that Obama used to have those blacks <laughs> in the White House doing those, having those parties? We'd be jamming. Aretha Franklin, Patti LaBelle. <laughs> anyway, politics as usual. Joseph Robinette Biden, this was probably one of the worst speeches he's ever had. The way he was leaning over to try to read that teleprompter. I don't know if he's alive even. <laughs> I, I think, think it's my cousin. Remember Vin. when What's Pinky the- and the Brain used to be? <laughs> they used to go in the person, and they used to like. <laughs> he was the person was like a machine, and they were operating it. Yes. I'm like Joe. Are you alive? Is he alive? I think. And then what Kamala is it? Is was Jop- behind him, and she was like this the whole time because I think there might be a little friction. I think Kamala is like this mediocre white man, and I got to stand behind him while he reads about women's. <laughs> health and rights and how it's disproportionately going to affect black women and I got to shut up and stand behind him. Tricky. Anyway, Joseph Robinette is doing the best that he can with what he got. He, he, he's older. We're not going to be ageist, okay? But it's getting tricky for him. 
And the fact that he wants to run again, I'm like, Joe, just Joe. Just, do, just do the four years. Don't don't split the Democratic Party like Joe. this. Just do the four years and get the fuck out of here. But anyway, he fumbled through this speech. And if anybody hasn't seen it, it's on the YouTubes. Please watch it. He literally read repeat line. Because it's telling him to repeat, to oh. emphasize the line. And he was like, da 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 repeat line. And then he goes back and goes, and then, and then he goes, oh, I want to say this clearly. Because he's stumbling over the words. Because I don't think, I don't know if he can see it that well. I think he needs the the eye surgery. What's Girl, it called? Girl, no. Some ain't right. Not the eye surgery. No. Some he ain't can't right. see. Or he could be dyslexic. Let's not do that. Because if I had to read a teleprompter, <laughs> it's I, instead of repeat line, it'd be like line repeat. Up. You would... <laughs> Girl, I'd be like, bumper clock. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, 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 Kamala, handle this for me, <laughs> Queen. <laughs> but anyway, a lot of people think that this executive order. I saw a lot of people posting saying, "Oh, abortion's now legal." No, no, or abortion is not illegal. First and foremost, let's run this by again, again. The Supreme Court, they are the ones that pass the judgment. Congress makes the laws. Now, what the Supreme Court said was, boom, the state's got to make the laws about abortion rights. What Joey is trying to do is protect certain rights within within the states. He's trying to protect it on a national level. But it does not mean that women can just willy-nilly go get abortions. No, but if, they're, if they are at risk, then regardless of what the well, state... Let's, Let's no. Her. Let's read it. Well, he's asking for this to be a thing. Oh, it's he's tricky. Asking. So about the executive order, bam. Biden is calling on the Department of Health and Human Services, calling on them to continue to identify ways to preserve access to med- to the medication for abortion, which the administration has made more available during the pandemic. So that means he's also asking for uh, guaranteed emergency care. So the administration is considering, that's a very interesting word, considering updating guidance for providers and hospitals under the Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act, which requires that patients experiencing a medical emergency are provided stabilizing treatment, which could include abortion. This is important because it could provide vital clarification for providers working in states where there are abortion bans. That way they would not be worried about the legal ramifications that many of them are worried about, right? Now he's also asking for strengthening of contraception access. Mm. So the White House is directing the United States Department of Health and Human Services to protect access to contraception, including emergency contraception and IUDs, as some Republican state lawmakers are eyeing to make restrictions on birth control. In addition, he's asking to protect patient data. So there's a lot of concerns in the recent weeks that state prosecutors could use things like the period tracking apps and internet search data to try to go after people who pursue abortions. And so the executive order asks for the Federal Trade Commission, which is an independent agency of the government, to weigh efforts that could shield how the data is used. Um, And then he's also trying to, asking that 
that there be more security at clinics. So the White House has said that it's focused on protecting abortion clinics, which have been the site of anti-abortion demonstrations and face a lot of violent threats. The executive order did not specify exactly what these protections would entail. So that's why it's interesting because some of these things are private entities and he does he doesn't have the like again there's checks and balances. So he's putting it in this executive order, putting pressure on these folks, signing it and basically working with these working with these departments and or separate entities to ensure that the the women have this access regardless of what, you know, the formal abortion laws are within the states, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? That makes sense. I thought it was so far more. So a lot more... of people don't feel that it goes yeah. far enough. Yeah, I thought it was far more. Um... Yeah. All right. Sleepy so, Biden, let's come. go. More to come on that. I mean, there's only, again, checks and balances. Something else that was really disturbing um, today is that the Uvalde footage of the police, not of the children being murdered and the two teachers, of the police in the space um, at the time before they um, went after the gunman, from when they arrived on scene to the to all of that time lapse that everybody's talking about and questioning, that has leaked. And so parents of the victims and also just people within the community are horrified because, again, you can't see anything happening to human life. But it leaked... I think because they were trying to prevent it from leaking. They they didn't want the community to see it because the police um, did not respond the way they're trained to respond. Um, there's one officer can be seen on their phone. Another officer can be seen getting hand sanitizer while they hear gunshots. They know that sh- girl, shots that doesn't are going make off. any sense to me. That makes no sense. I don't that understand makes it no either. Sense. They uh, that are, doesn't make sense. That doesn't feel right. They were in the space. They uh, you can no. hear some audio where Mm-mm. they are scrambling. They're incredibly unorganized. They seem very unprepared. They seem um just kind of frantic and then they wait around for someone to make a decision. They're waiting for some higher up to say, to do something to give them orders. It's just, I don't know. I'm watching it or I watched it um, right before we got on this call and like got choked up and had to like, I don't know, get myself together. And I just see, I see Sean King who I'm friendly with. And I, and I, I, I know that he has a lot of, you know, people feel different ways about Sean King now, but the work that he does is really hard work. Um, and it's not easy work, but I do see him calling them cowards. I see everyone calling them cowards and this and that. I don't know what happened, but I also know when I listened to it and watched it, hearing the gunshots and then seeing them run like scared, there was something run human. Where? What? They were they run 
What do you they mean? They would runs? run back and the, they're in the hallway and they would like they like ran back like terrified. Um and like they're human beings too and I know that I know that that's the job you sign up for. I'm just saying like I don't know what the fuck I would do. I would hope that it would not be stand there. Wait a minute. For I I'm sorry. So it's you you the the clip is a shot of different cops in different angles or it's one it's, clip. The clip that was shown, I think they have different footage, but the leaked clip is just this one hallway. And, and then somebody's footage, on their phone, somebody's put on a hand sanitizer and some people the, are jumping the, I didn't back. see that on the clip. Sean King is posting stills of that. He has the seen the footage, oh. the full footage okay. somehow. Okay. And he's just showing that, like, while they're waiting, somebody was on their phone. Um, because so much, a uh, whole 56 minutes passed. Um, and you don't know what they're doing on their phone. If they're looking yeah, to yeah, see yeah. the new, yeah, yeah. you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. It just doesn't, mm. the optics does not look good, right? But I, all I, my point is to say, like, again, this is me trying to be empathetic and compassionate, even when I don't want to be. I have no idea how I would respond. I have never look down the barrel of a gun. I know how I felt when I shot it and I wept and had to go outside and leave the room and get away from the noise. I just hated it so much. I don't know if I could stand up. Now, people also say, on the other hand of that, you know, the parents were ready to go in. If it was my child or even your child or you, I feel like I would, something else would take over me. Truly. Children in general, children like, in general, a kid something in else would general take over me. Is like, what? I just you're, don't know. You're I don't trained know what the to be happened. with guns. You know, but like it's weren't. one thing if it's you me. can you can look at that video, Shanti, and see like they were really poorly trained. Like it was just a failure, and on all like they were, they just looked completely disorganized <sighs> and like fish out of water. Truly. Abolish this do something different this is retu- this is either they're trigger happy or they're inc- I, I know i know it's not working wow i ain't watching that but no i i wouldn't recommend it and um i f- just feel really sorry for the parents but yeah what i don't do know i don't do? know how you Where get over you that go you can't you don't you don't get over it you don't <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you. I again, you would like to think that you know what you would do. Do you know what you would do? For 56 minutes? I can see for 15 minutes, oh, right? Oh, not for like 15 minutes. minutes. 15 <laughs> minutes? Sure. you like, what the fuck happened? But like, the gunshot happened outside of my house. I heard a gunshot. I see somebody fall on the ground. My instinct yeah, is to go there. to that person. Yeah. It's I not agree. to stand there. Something else kicks in that's like life is more important than I don't know. I don't know. 56 I like, minutes? I want to hear I, from I, them. At one point I'd be like I I, I have, have to, to leave. Go in there. Like I have to actually leave. And you have parents around you bugging, like I I don't begging that you doesn't to go in. make sense to me. Nothing about that makes sense. Yeah, I wanna hear what they I wanna hear from them. I wanna know like were they waiting for because they're not technically allowed to do anything. You know, police are like trained like 
They fall in line like the military. There's seniority there. So if they don't have the order, then they don't do it. You know, and no that matter makes how sense, they feel. You know, and it, so if the higher ups are incompetent and they don't know what the fuck's going on, that's possible. But like, yeah, I wanna, I wanna know. Still, it at some point. I mean, you. I don't know if you listen, but there are some police that, regardless of what that, there were some people that were talking about how they were trained for this, they were prepared for oh, this, and they went the, in. That they was went the in. border control people. That wasn't police. They were like, they we went deal in. with this shit every day. Yeah. And he, they, and went they went in. in. Whether that it was, was civilian, a border them. police, whoever, we going yeah. in and this person's getting, not babies, like. I know. Maybe they didn't think anybody was in this. I don't know. I don't know. But it's horrible and more more will come from this. I mean, this is, this is developing. Um, on a different note. I was not able to watch the hearings today. More hearings on the January uh, what sixth? Yeah, insurrection uh, happened today, and I wasn't able to watch it. But the big thing that I took away from all of this, because I was trying to catch up after work, was that Liz Cheney. <laughs> Liz Cheney ended this shit again and was like, and just so y'all know, there's a witness that you haven't heard from. And Donald Trump contacted this witness, which is witness tampering and is illegal. You are inferior. Like, what are you doing? Why would, and he called, not his people, him. And the witness didn't answer the phone apparently and was smart enough to call their lawyer and their lawyer called the committee. I said, Donald, who... Sir, why would you like, hey, yo, what's up? This is Donald Trump. I'm trying to holler. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what? He's correct. Now, nah, that's somebody that's losing it. I I said, not witness tampering. Uh, so <laughs> more to come. But apparently there was like a really? ex-proud boy person on there. And he just turned all the way on all of them. And Trump was like, yeah, this was really, I don't know. Wasn't good. Yada, yada, yada. There very was, bad, very bad, yeah, not very good, bad not good at all. So I don't think um, it wasn't like the bombshell testimony from old girl that we got, but um, they're they're having more testimony next week, so we shall see. Anyway, we do have voicemails. We love to hear from you. If you have anything to say to us, please call us at 215-948-2780. That's 215-948-2780. And the first voicemail is about, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Creativity. I think they were talking about creativity and life. So let's um let's oh, listen boy. in. Right now. Hello, Antoinette and Shanti. Y'all got me in my feelings. I'm not the one to cry. I'm not the one to shed a tear. But life has been so overwhelming for me that this podcast really hit home. And just, I have to find my creativity again. Um, for reference, I'm 23 years old. I go to work from 3 in the morning to 12. And then I have a second job from 3 to 10. Mm. My job, my first job, is an hour away. So realistically, in between that time, I have like an hour and a half to do my schoolwork, which I go to school online to become a surgical technologist, something that I know that I, I just got it because I know it's a career. That's, that's the only reason 
I remember that now. Um, yes. Yeah. First of all, thank you. I think she said Ashlyn. Mm. I couldn't really hear her. That Sweet end baby there. Ashlyn. And a baby she is. She said 23. Working like that. Child. Um, God, any gems? I don't know. Is there a way? Ashlyn, I, I don't know what your situation is I don't know if you're responsible for other people um and like so that's why you are working these hours and you have to but if there is a way to bring some ease into your world I know for me I did not I'm just starting to live alone I am a whole big 34 years old this is my first year I've ever lived alone (laughs) And that is because I made the choice that um, financially I wasn't going to put myself in a position where I wasn't going to be able to enjoy life a little bit. And so there were certain sacrifices I had to make, and that was one of them. Um, And so I did have roommates, and they weren't all bad, and it wasn't, you know, a thing like that. But if there is a way for you to bring some community into your life so that you have some financial help. So maybe you could work less, especially since you're in school as well. It seems like you're in school for something. I forget. I didn't remember some kind of technician or something that you're, you're not drawn to. You said you're just doing it because it's a career, you know, is there a way, do you have support where you could maybe live with someone, live with family, maybe even, move from from the place that you're at. You're 23, so I feel like you don't have to have it all figured out. I know this school is a thing, but you go to school online. I don't know how, if you have to show up in that space. I don't know, but like, I feel like if you feel like this now, it's not, it's not going to change 
with you going into in the direction that you're going in. And I really want it to change for you because life can absolutely kick your ass. And I think that a lot of times I'm guilty of it. I've done made many decisions based off of what it's going to look like. And I should do this because I'm an adult. This is what I should be doing, X, Y, and Z. And I don't wish that for you or anyone. I wish you more freedom than you have. I wish you more peace of mind. I don't want you crying at night. Um, I don't want you to feel tight like this. I know what that feels like. And, and I think that we also, we make decisions based off of, it's a give or take, right? I was having this conversation last night with a friend. It's a give or take, like, um, you know, I, I, you have to, you have to weigh, weigh your options and weigh, you know, is it, I don't know if you even live alone right now, but just know that, that I don't know what I'm trying to, I know what I'm trying to say, but my raggedy ass vocabulary won't allow me to do it. But the, the give or take that I'm that I'm alluding to is that you have there's certain things that we have to do for certain outcomes and you have to figure out what outcomes are most important to you and what your priorities are. And what right, what your priorities are and really prioritize them. Shanti, I'm talking too much. Go ahead. You I know. I think that's I think the thing the way that life works, the way like conflict works or even like spiritual energetic conflict works is that you're going to be stopped like what you're doing when I say it's unsustainable I'm not saying it for jokes like it's unsustainable you start these habits at a young age you feel this internal conflict in some kind of way and it makes manifest in a way that you have to stop so Again, take your inventory, like Antoinette said, and, and figure out a way to slow down um, or just stop one thing if you can. And yeah, you just you have to stop because once you stop, then you have to kind of recover from the the anxiety and the the excitement and the the revved up like Antoinette said you have to like loosen up and that takes a while as well and then like that's when your energy can get creative like you trying to do creative things with the same energy that you have in this moment like you know do you like trying to walk but you have on roller skates it doesn't work like that like you're still going to be spinning in circles. You're still, you're not going to have the stability. Like you have to stop and you have to recover from this space that you're in energetically and you can, and you will. Um, but you're so young and it's so amazing how you intuitively have this instinct in you that something isn't right. Some yeah. people carry this until their fifties. Some people carry it to their sixties. Some people get very sick and they don't, they're not able to do it until their body physically just stops them. So I think you should really pay attention to that voice inside of you and honor her and love up on her. Because for, for whatever reason, she's probably speaking to you and has been for a minute. And hold her close and tell her that you're listening and you're here for her. And 
making the slow, slow journey to slow down so that you can recover from this pace that you're in. Not to slow down so that you can go start being creative with that same energy. It's just to slow down and be with yourself and a lot of shit's going to come up. Fear, angst, worry, doubt, all this stuff and you got to sit with it and and then eventually move past it and and kind of soothe yourself. But you're 23 and you have the you you have it in you. Everything in you is is already telling you like, yo, I need to do this. So be brave. Again, find community, people that support you and and you have to figure out another path. This is not the way your life has to feel. And anybody or anything that tells you that is is that's not true. You do not have to feel this way. So sweet baby, just yeah, start. I think lastly too, I just want to say that I used to really pride myself on being able to like suffer through it and then come out on top and be like, and I graduated, you know, with this honors despite being this, this, and this, and wear a ward as a badge of honor because I was hooked on the adrenaline of it all, and that's not real no. either. Your that's body like, will shut down. Your body, your body will, will shut down, but it's also like an ego thing too. It's not real. It's um, it's it's I I relate it to that you need to suffer in order to enjoy nice things, and that's just not. You have to work hard, but you don't have to suffer. You know. No. So, I'm wishing you ease, baby girl, and call back if and when you have you know more questions. Um, we have another call, so I'm gonna. Hi, Antoinette and Shanti. This is my very first time calling, but I have been listening ever since your episode with Owned by Femme, and then I went back and listened to all the episodes. But I'm listening to the latest episode that is about, what is this about, uh, being be my distraction. And I just had a message for Antoinette about just, like, feeling that need to monetize your your the creative aspect of your life or monetize your talents. And I struggled with this a lot. Um, just feeling like everything that I was good at, I needed to try to make money off of. And ultimately that led me into a whole depressive episode where like it was, it was traumatic. Like I couldn't eat, I couldn't, I couldn't move. So I had to get myself out of that idea like that or that pressure that I needed to monetize my accounts because at the time I had a YouTube and I was just trying to output, output, output. And it was just the pressure of it all. So I often come back to this quote that says, destroy the idea that you have to be good at artistic things to enjoy them. Mm-hmm. That every hobby has to become something you monetize. It's a capitalist lie. Sing off key, draw poorly, write badly. Life is meant to be enjoyed, not monetized. You are not a product. Mm. So coming into this year, I really had to sit with that. And every time I wanted to do something, I bought a house. And every time I wanted to do something with my house, I did not have to go post that online. I could do it just for the joy of creating in that way. And another thing that helped me was changing my job. My job didn't allow me to be creative in the way I needed to. So I switched careers and it's just really helped me use that creative side in a way that's like 
outside. Well, I am monetizing it because it's a job, but I still get to feed my creative juices in my, my job in that way. Um, so, yeah, that's all I had to say. I love the podcast. Um, I don't think you should move to L.A. I'm originally from San Diego. I've, don't move to L.A., girl. It's awful. But you should move to the DMV because I lived there for five years. I just moved back to moved back to the West Coast. But the DMV, I feel like it has that perfect mix of everything you might be looking for, specifically Maryland, D.C. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Well, well. Chocolate City, here I come. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that I don't have anything. I think she summed that up. That quote is perfect. That quote is perfect. What do you what do you have anything to add? No, I think that's great. I think she called with an answer. Instead of a fucking question. Look you at better, us. You better. Community. Thank you, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Cause Lord knows, child, we ain't got none. No, I really appreciate that. I I really like that quote. I'm gonna go back. I actually wrote down the where we're at in the episode so I can go back and hear that. But thank you so much. She didn't say her name, but yeah, and I think that might help our first caller a little bit. It's like, you know, just just you just got to do it, but she has to find the space. But um all right, one more. One more and then we will take a break. Hey Antoinette, hey Shanti. My name is Carolyn. Um long-time listener, second-time caller. I think when I was on the when I called before, Shanti, you weren't there. It was Jade filling in. So, hey. But anyhow, I am um, in my spa playing catch-up. Well, actually, I've listened to pretty much all the episodes. But I was listening to an old one with you guys in the Fuckboy podcast. And Antoinette, my sister, queen. <laughs> the way I cackled at the man with the horseshoes on his ass and the lack of penis but the overabundance of gall and nerve and spoken word, it was, it was too many things. I sat in my car and cackled. She put and two to stories together. And cackled again. And it made me feel like I would love, love, love if you guys had an episode where you guys, and maybe even listeners, myself included, because the reason I laughed so hard is because it made me think of, you know, we all have those situations where, <laughs> and they're all probably likely in our 20s, but we dealing with people that we know we ain't got no business going through shit. We know we ain't got no business going through. Like, the one that came to my mind, I was dating, or at least I thought I was dating this man who was um, a Muslim. And in the midst of our date, he got to acting funny. He had been drinking. That's why I said he was a Muslim. So what you doing drinking, sir? Anyhow, exactly. he even got drunk off his ass all at the, where were we at? We were at a buffet. I don't know if it was Ryan. Golden Corral. He didn't got drunk in the Golden Corral. I got pissed because he was going to the bathroom too long. I left him there, went to my homegirl's house. Homegirl was like, you can't just leave him there like that because he's in the military and it could be bad for his career. I pulled back up. The police is there because somebody had called the police because he didn't got the throwing up and shit and all in the bathroom. Just, you know, just, just the foolishness, the foolishness that we all go through and deal with. And it was just so... <laughs> heartwarming to hear someone else go through it too. Shanti, I'm sure you have stories, but Antoinette, I, I was truly careful. You know, it, it, it brought a little joy. Joy to my heart and a tear to my eyes. I laughed, but just wanted to share, just wanted to say, hey, love you guys, love everything you're doing, and if you ever have that episode, 
you can call me because I got stories. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. First of all, that's Not such a good idea. Shitting in the <laughs> I would be, listen. I would love to hear the around the way hotels. <laughs> I really that would. That is such a good idea. You guys should just call and share your like 60 second. Yeah, call 215-948-2780. We'll make a whole episode out of it. A minute it. and a half. You got a minute and a half. It's three minutes on the voicemail, but keep it keep it concise, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary folks. Wait, the fact that she was like, Shanti, I know you got stories. I'm thinking like, no, she doesn't. I, but you know what? I really think because of my disassociation, because people would be like, you remember this happened? And I'd be like, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> so I might have some things that have happened that I have completely Can I tell left you something? my body. I think... This is no shade, but I think you might be the person that people are telling stories about. Because you back in the day, I will never forget when I was like, why is there gum in your shirt? (laughs) And you were like, I told him to spit it in there. And I was like, excuse me? Y'all, Shanti. It's possible. And then Shanti's favorite thing would be when after you would drink, this is terrible, but you would look back and you'd be like, I do this. I'm a professional drunk driver. <laughs> no. We were like 20-something. I'll never forget. We were leaving, like, I think it was Chestnut Street. It was late. It was after you got the gum spit in your shirt. You were like, why I do this? Because you know how you get when you get when you used to get drunk and you get real Get real egotistical and real rude. Not you looked egotist- at me like, shut the fuck up. You hype. I do this. We out. Bad. Bad girl. Bad. I think Why you let me drive? I think people are telling stories about, I didn't want to, but you would curse me out. You Bruh. were, you, you. Y'all, I think Shanti is the one. I think Shanti God, is the one with the horseshoes on her you. ass. <laughs> I think you are. Are you the horseshoe person? I might your be. I oh, might no. Be. If I went back in the day, maybe. JoJo saved your fucking life. Shout out to her. I really think she did. <laughs> me too. <laughs> she really saved me from a real yes. wild experience. Oh, my God. Where would I be? Where would I be without JoJo? <laughs> anyway, all right. A whole hour and a half in. So, listen. We are going to try something new, actually. I'm calling it Shanti. Are we going to do that without discussing it? I thought that we could. <laughs> <laughs> is it okay? I guess. I'm scared. Is, this is it okay? the podcast? This is it. <laughs> well, it's going to be two parts because these hour, two hour podcasts, two and a half hour podcasts, people are not listening to the end. They're not. And so what we have noticed. You are making was, that up, but you can. No, they're not. You can say, first of all, you don't look at the stats and you can see how long the duration is when people drop off. If you go to Apple Podcasts and you go into our Podcast Connect count, you can see like, oh, one hour and 15 minutes. And then all of a sudden they drop off. Maybe they don't care about the main topics. I don't know. Maybe. That's 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 interesting. I guess we will see. We will well, see guess how what? many people are If you don't care about the main topics, that's the meat and potatoes of this fucking podcast. And we're going to keep doing it. But if we, if we break it into two and we see that we get a lot more engagement with the key key versus the woo woo. Then, then we just got to no add some kiki and woo-woo. <laughs> but anyway, so we're going to try this, everyone, because this is, this is getting a little lengthy. We are going to stop this podcast, but we are <laughs> going. <is> <laughs> Goodbye. No, we're going to release 
the main topic on Monday. We noticed when we released the bonus episode with Dio and Uche and Raw that everyone downloaded it so quickly and ate it up. And I was like, wow, Mondays are a good day to release things. Okay. So this is going to come out on Thursday. And then the main topic, which dun, 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 is going to be around how to parent a child that is biracial from our lens, right? We had, we have a caller. Well, we have a listener who called and asked that question, the gentleman caller. And he also sent me a DM asking for more clarity. So I was like, yo, this is, would be a great topic. So we are going to go and discuss that. And that's going to be released on Monday. And we're going to test this out. Don't, don't get upset. Don't get nervous. You're still getting the same amount of content. You might even get more because we might talk a little longer. You never know. So here we are. So Shanti, I don't know where we're going to fit the break in because we're going to put a fucking break in and get them ads in here. But I think you can take us out to the end of the episode. Part one. Yeah. All right. Uh, after <laughs> these messages, we'll be right back next week. <laughs> I was say. All right, y'all. See you next Monday. And insert JoJo here. You have just heard an Around Away Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around Away Curls. We out. Early. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs>